Welcome back to another episode of Polly Plus Amore Equals Us. This is our fifth episode, which is just nuts to me. <laughs> I can't believe we've already been doing this for over a month. Um, it's really cool. Um, so before we jump into this week's episode, I have an announcement. Next week, we will not be putting out a normal podcast episode. Instead, we are going to be doing a live stream. So we won't be recording an episode. It's going to be live and it's going to be Monday night uh, when Mike gets home from work. And so hopefully a lot of you will be available for that too. But it's going to be Monday, which I believe is the 8th, right? Yeah. Um, but it's going to be Monday at 7, Monday the 8th at 7 p.m. And it's a live stream. And the link to that is down below. So go to the show notes and you can see the link. Or if you follow me on social media, um, I will send you the link there. Um, or if you want to email us, I can email you the link. So there's all the ways, all the ways for you to join. But we're really excited. This is something we have been talking about since before we even started the podcast was doing these once a month to sort of build more of a, a community and to really get to know more of you and for you guys to get to know us on a little more of a personal basis. So these live chats are going to be, um, you, you can hop on, it's a live stream, so you just hop on and then you can type in the chat questions that you have for us and we will answer them live right there with you. And like no topic is off limits. Anything you want to ask us about, either our relationships, our personal lives, whatever. I mean, you can ask us anything. Um, but this is really a, a place to sort of like build this community and to have discussions like live instead of you just hearing from us. So we're really excited for this and we really, really hope you're going to tune in and ask us questions. So that's again going to be a week from today, Monday, March 8th at 7 p.m. All right. Now, for this week's episode, we talk about jealousy and insecurities with the other person dating. Uh, we really delve into Mike's perspective because he's the one who's really had to deal with that more than I have. Um, so again, this is it, this is really fun to you know hear more from Mike and get his perspective. So let's jump right in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Ali Plus More Equals Us. We are the us. I am Elisa. This is Mike. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we make up the us. And today we're going to talk about jealousy and insecurities around the other person dating. So let's hop right into that. Um... So I started really dating other people uh, at the beginning of 2019. And 
we had gotten married <clears throat> the summer of 2018. So it was like six months later-ish when I started to really like start to date other people or at least like consider, consider it. And yeah, I think um, it was like, it was the end of March, beginning of April when I met somebody who I was like, oh, wow, like I, I like this guy. I, I want to go on a date with him. And so I remember being super nervous to tell Mike because I, I, I was still a little bit scared because even though we had decided to be polyamorous and we had decided that it was going to be okay for both of us to date other people, this was going to be the first time. And it was going to be the first time since I had cheated. And so even though we we had worked through all of that and healed all of that, and if you want to hear that story, um, go back and listen to episode four. Episode four, we talk all about that whole incident. Um, but so even though we had like healed through that and moved on from that, our relationship was great. We got married. Things were going well. I, I was still really nervous to tell Mike because I, I was just afraid, like, it's going to bring all that stuff up again, you know, and, and our relationship is going really well, but now, like, I guess this was, like, the first test, like, okay, I'm, I'm really going to date somebody else for real now while our relationship is good and strong, and let's see how this goes. Um, so, yeah, I, I was really really nervous to tell Mike, but I, I knew I had to, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I did. Do you, you remember that conversation? Yeah. Not yeah. in the greatest detail, but <laughs> I remember it. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe not in the greatest detail. Um, I remember we, we had just moved to our apartment. Um, actually the apartment that we are living in now <laughs> It, not the like exact same apartment, but we're like back in the same complex. Um, so we had just moved, we got everything set up and I can rem remember like laying on our bed, sitting there like before we were going to like go to sleep or whatever. And I brought it up and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, well, yeah. so for me at that time it was, so I was like, late spring early summer of 2019 yeah so it's been like a year and a half since the, the cheating happened yeah so yeah, as you're saying like we were in a good spot and like this is what we had talked about like opening up our relationship and i just wasn't i guess i just i felt like i just wasn't quite ready to like fully pursue that myself yet so you know like i i was focused on other things so obviously you were ready to start dating um and you had met somebody that you wanted to go on a date with yeah. So now you were <laughs> trying to bring that up to me and talk to me about that for yeah. the first time. Yeah. But how, but like how how were you feeling during that time? Cuz I I was really nervous to bring it up. Um but obviously I knew I had to and and but it it, it was hard for you. So kind of Yeah, it was Tell us about that. It was difficult cuz it was I mean, my my logical side was like this is what we decided like we had we chose this yeah lifestyle and yeah. like this is just a part of it um so like the logical side was like yeah like this is fine like this is <laughs> exactly what you chose yeah so you know 
why like what are you worried about yeah but then like other emotions came up though like I was still I, I you know there's still like a bit of pain I, maybe not actually there wasn't leftover pain from like from the cheating it was more of just like there was a little bit of like fear and like paranoia there like oh like I don't want something like that to happen again yeah it was like an instant like it's an instant, like, defensive reaction. Yeah. Even though, like, we had gone, you know, we had, we had talked so much and, like, progressed, you know, to a good level. And I was, like, comfortable with where we were now mm-hmm. and with how open we were being with each other. Yeah. So I knew, like, something like, like the cheating incident wasn't going to happen again as it did. Yeah. But I saw, like, you know, just as, like, to protect myself a little bit, I was like, whoa, like, you know. I hope this doesn't happen again. Like, there was a little bit of fear there and, like, apprehension. Just, like, I don't know, just mentally and, like, emotionally prepared just in case something, like, really bad happened. Yeah. So it was kind of, like, a back and forth of, like, oh, like, I know this is going to be okay, but, like, oh, I hope, like, I hope it never gets to, like, that point that it had gotten to, like, you know, a year and a half ago. Yeah. And so I was just kind of, like, and also this was the first time you had ever brought up dating somebody. So I was, I was also trying to figure out, like, you know. I was trying to find a balance between, like, knowing it was okay in my head, but, like, also still feeling yeah, some, uh, some, some fear, yeah. some, some concern. <laughs> that reminds me of those, um, <clears throat> those, like, cartoons, the Awkward Yeti cartoons with the, the brain and the heart. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Where the brain is, like, saying one thing, but then the heart is, like, wanting to do another. Yeah. And that's, like, yeah. I feel like that's just, that's normal. I feel like everyone experiences that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess, so that first time it was, because you've, you've dated since then, and it's gotten easier. Yeah. But that first time, because it was so brand new, you know, there was, I was dealing with kind of more, I'd say like, just like, stronger and like, sharper emotions. Yeah. So yeah, like the, the worry was a little stronger. There was a little bit of jealousy that was, I don't know, I'd say that wasn't like, super strong. Yeah. But it was still there. Yeah. Like, now, I don't know, the past, like, few times you've gone out, like, I just haven't felt any jealousy. I'm just, like, I just feel comfortable with it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that first time, it was, it was definitely there. Yeah. And then there's also some, you know, just some insecurity, just, like, like, oh, what if this, this guy's, like, amazing, and, like, Elisa, like, <laughs> doesn't want to be with me anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of paranoid, but. Yeah. It's, it's still there. It's, I feel like you just, you're kind of, like, just preparing for the worst. Yeah. Like, that's just how, you, you know, that's how we, we defend ourselves yeah. emotionally. But I feel like that's that's a pretty normal concern, and that's, I mean, I remember telling my parents, like, oh, yeah, my, Mike and I are opening up our relationship, and we're, we're going to be polyamorous now. And that was one of the first questions they asked, was like, well, what happens if you fall in love with somebody else? And it was like, well, isn't that kind of the point? <laughs> um, but, I mean, that that is the first question. They're like, well, what if you like this other person more than Mike, you know? And so, like, that's – I think that's that's something – that's a very common fear and one of, like, the first things we think of, right? And along the lines of jealousy is what if this other person is better than me? And 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 so then what if, what if you don't want to be with me anymore? You know, that – I think that's everyone's sort of, like, first fear or, like, their, like, number one fear in a sense. Yeah. Um, so that's also, the you know, that's, it's a, it's a legitimate fear, but it's also just, that's, like, the risk you take on when you 
decided to be polyamorous. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you do have the ability to, like, have more intimate romantic relationships with other people, but, yeah, you, you do have to deal with, like, the negative emotions that are associated with it, too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you got to deal with <laughs> the bad also. Yeah. But that's that's just, like, in any any relationship. Yeah. You know, any type of relationship, there's going to be good and bad, and you have to work through all of it. Yeah, and I think ultimately it's just, it all boils down to just, like, fully trusting the other person to do the right thing. Yeah. Like, be be responsible, be ethical, like, follow the rules that we had talked about. Yeah. And, you know, if they're completely open, you know, with with what's going on with this new relationship, and, you know, we're putting in enough effort to, like, carve out enough time in our schedules to be with each other and spend quality time together, then, you know, I think that, I think it can be, it can be done. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to have that, that fear or concern. Yeah. It's not like your, your like or your love for someone else is, like, taking away from me. It's just exactly. adding, adding more onto what you have. Yeah. And I didn't fully realize that until, like, I actually had, you know, had my first, like, dating, like, intimate experience with someone else. Yeah. Outside of our relationship. Yeah. But, like, how I felt there was, was just that. Like, I felt like it was adding, not taking away. Yeah. Until I was like, okay. Like, I've experienced it. Like, I get it now. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah. So. So, so let's, let's go back a little bit. I, I, I want to circle back to that, um, your experience. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's go back a bit. So I'm, I'm dating for the first time, and it, it, was, it, it was hard for you. And um, so, like, let's, let's talk about some of the boundaries, right, and some of, like, the rules that we had um, because they've, they've changed, since then yeah 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 uh, yeah they have yeah some of the specifics yeah some of them have so yeah like some of the main rules we had were are like you know never like we don't want to date any like immediate friend yeah because you know we don't want to we don't want to ruin or just damage our friendship circle in any way yeah so no dating immediate friends we have to be completely open and honest from, like, the very beginning, from, like, when we first, like, are talking to someone to when we, like, decide to go on a date with them. Yeah. You know, we have to be, you know, we have to discuss and, like, tell the other person exactly what's going on. Yeah. And as much detail as they want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just so they have a general idea of what's happening. Yeah. And what you're feeling. Yeah. For that other person. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And then... Another rule is just, like, you know, we don't want to take anyone back to our place because this is, like, you know, this is our place. Yeah. Yeah, we, it would just get, it would get very messy. Yeah. And complicated, and, yeah, we just want to keep, keep our space and our relationship separate. Yeah. Well, and plus, like, we were also, we also had a roommate at the time, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then we moved into a one-bedroom, so it was, like, yeah. what space? It kind of, like, yeah, it wouldn't it have been, worked. Anyway. It would have been so awkward to, like, try to force that to work. <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird anyway. Yeah. I mean, now now that we're in a two-bedroom on our own, actually, we could, I don't know, that's a conversation we could have. Um, but, yeah, so that that rule that rule was almost just, like, like, with the logistics, it just didn't make sense. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I guess the, the, main, the main rule at that time that we decided to change was that I wanted... 
I wanted Elisa to um to like tell me like or text me, text or call me, you know, like what her intent was before possibly like kissing or sleeping with someone. Yeah. Which is maybe a little too <laughs> I don't know. That <laughs> Minority one was, report like it was yeah. a little too invasive or just not quite practical. Yeah, it just wasn't practical. I mean, because you're not going to be like right at like you know if someone's about to kiss you, you're like hold on, like, I got to text. Right, like hold on, exactly. <laughs> and so that one wasn't very practical. I mean, yeah. I I agreed to it, of course, and and because it, it was the very first time, and so and and you were still. It, it, it was tough for you. And so that this was just going to help kind of like put your mind at ease to know like what step I was in sort of. And so, yeah, that was, that was kind of the rule. And, 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 and I think, I think I was able to tell you, I, I, so what ended up happening was like after like the first date, um, or it was like when I was getting ready to go on my first date, it, you know, saying like, okay, like we're probably going to kiss, right? It's a first date that usually happens. Like if it goes well, yeah, if it goes well. <laughs> so like that, that's, that is a possibility. And like, it, it was something that I wanted, you know? And so that is kind of more like how it, how it ended up working was that like, I would say like it's a possibility that it's going to happen on this date and then it would, you know, and so then I would come back and, and tell you about the date and how it went and, you know, and be like, yeah, he, like, we kissed, it was good, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And then when I would get ready to go on my next date, it would be like, okay, you know, so here's the plan for the date. There's a chance that like, maybe, you know, like maybe we could be intimate, like, so just so you know, that's like a possibility. So it was more like we would just discuss what was like on the horizon before a date. And then after the date, um, you know, I then I would tell you like, okay, this happened or this didn't happen or like whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but after that, yeah, like we kind of decided like, okay, like it's it's too hard because then... Yeah, I think I was just trying to exercise a little too much control over the situation that wasn't needed. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just... Because it was, it was still new, like, it, yeah. you know, we talked about it like a year and a half earlier and like this was the first time it was happening. Exactly. And so I was just like, yeah, I was just new. Yeah. It was new and I was trying to like just, I guess, protect myself. Yeah. And that was, like, one way I thought would help is if, like, I knew beforehand what was going to happen. Yeah. But. Did it help? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you couldn't actually, like, you never actually texted me, like, right before something had happened. Well, no, but, I mean, we. Um, I think actually just talking about it. We talked about, about it, it. And. I think talking about it afterwards is, is the better way to go. I actually think, I actually think I did text you. It was, like. Hey, I, I just got off work and I'm gonna go over to his place and we're gonna hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Like I think it was, and so I think it did actually happen that way. I texted you being like, I I'm gonna go to his place and I like there's a possibility like we could have sex, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean it didn't really it didn't help as much as I thought it would. Yeah. It's just. 
I think just knowing like, oh, I'm going to be on a date with this person. Here's like where we're at now. And then just talking about it, you know, the next day or the next time you have time to hang out. Yeah. That's probably the more realistic way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was, it was kind of tough at first. Yeah. Yeah. But then it got easier and yeah, and our, our rules sort of changed a little bit. Like we got rid of that one. Um, because then, then once, once you started getting a little more comfortable with me dating and, and then you started thinking about, well, what, what would happen if you started dating? That's when we had talked about like, that's, that is just like so unrealistic because like, what if you meet someone and you're having a great time, you know, and it's totally out out of the blue and unexpected and like you go home with them and you sleep with them. Like if all of that happens in one night, it's going to be really hard to be like, yeah. Oh wait, let me just text the other, you know? And like, and actually that's exactly what ended up happening to you. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and I mean, but we got rid of that rule, but it was like, we had talked about that scenario happening and we're like, okay, this rule just doesn't make sense anymore. And then, and then lo and behold, it actually happened. And so you kind of like lived it and realized like, okay, yeah, that rule really didn't make sense, but it helped you in that time. And, and it could maybe help somebody else too. Um, if, if they're, you know, just starting, like just opening up their relationship and maybe that would help them to kind of like have sort of like that play by play or just like the talking about it beforehand of like, this is what could happen on this date. Are we okay with that? Like that, that could be actually a really good like strategy for another couple. Yeah. You know, if they're starting out. Yeah, if they're, I mean, if they're okay with, you know, wanting that level of detail. Yeah. I guess, yeah, just in hindsight for me, it didn't really work out how I thought it would. Yeah. There was also another issue at play. I remember, I just remember I was working a lot at that point. Yeah. And I was just, I was a little resentful because I was like, oh, you have all this time to like go date and I don't have that time. And so part of me was like, oh, like I want to know. That was, that was that crazy summer of like weddings and bachelor parties yeah and and i was also just working a ton yeah yeah that like 50, that was a crazy time weeks. yeah but i was like yeah like so part of me was like yeah like if i'm gonna be working this much and i feel like i don't have the time to go to go out dating like you know i want to like know exactly what's going on yeah as i guess it was just kind of my way of like trying to regain some control over the situation yeah but then just, as i got more as i just chilled out a bit and got more comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, like, this isn't the way to go. And, like, yeah, like, as you were saying, you know, I really had to think of, like, about it from the opposite perspective. Like, what if I was actually going out on a date and then, you know, you were in my shoes? Yeah. Like, would I want to be texting like that? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, we do still try to text each other, like, at least once in the night. Yeah. Just to, like, be like, hey, you know, like, still thinking of you yeah maybe give like a recap of what's happened so far yeah but yeah just just a little like a little check-in yeah it's a little a little high yeah um and so then yeah so things started to get get easier we changed our rules a little bit and 
so was it really just like time that sort of helped you get used to the idea of like me dating other people or yeah it was I think it was two things I think it was it was just time and like getting used to it yeah it was so brand new there's also just like the whole like resentful part of like me working a lot it was also the fact that like I just wasn't like I hadn't quite like transitioned to like trying to to date other people yeah like I felt like I just I wasn't quite like ready like you were yeah and so I also just needed to like come to terms with that myself and be like okay like you know just I don't need to work this much like let's like, what I really want to focus on or like it's my relationship with you and like you know maybe finding another relationship somewhere else so yeah I just kind of had to like shift my priorities and just have more fun in general <laughs> Yeah. Have more time to relax and like enjoy life. Yeah. So there was, yeah, I mean, that was, that was definitely an underlying issue at the time too. Like I can't ignore that. It wasn't all just like the novelty of like being polyamorous. Yeah. It was others, you know, other stressors in life going on. Yeah. But yeah, I think, so I think, yeah, both those got better. Yeah. Like I was able to just like enjoy myself more because I had more time, I had more energy. And then I also just got used to the fact that like, I guess once I realized, like, once you had done it and I realized it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be, I was like, okay. Yeah. I can calm down now. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you had to go through that first experience and, yeah, once you realize, like, oh, it's it's not as, like, crazy as I thought it was going to be, then it, yeah. it got better. Yeah. And, and you were doing a good job of just, you know, being completely transparent and describing, like, you know, what your thoughts and feelings were. Yeah. So it's like you, you know, you did it, you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. In terms of, you know, our rules. Yeah. And yeah. And the next like few guys you dated, it just got easier and easier. And like the, you know, the, the jealousy, the insecurity, it's kind of like the resentment just wasn't really there. Yeah. Every now and then I would get like a little insecure and be like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, it's like I would. Part of it was, like, I, I want to also be dating. Yeah. So there was that part of it, too. Yeah. And another part of it was, like, like oh, like, I, you know, I, I want to, like, be with you at the same time. Yeah. So every now and then, like, that would kind of get triggered. Mm-hmm. But I really just had to put it all in perspective and be like, hey, like, we, this is what we chose. And, like, we're in, like, a really good spot in our relationship right now. And, we, you know, we're still seeing each other often. And, you know, we go out. Yeah enough to like enjoy ourselves so yeah I just, I just had to remind myself of like where I was and not not just go down that like negativity spiral yeah yeah exactly <clears throat> and so yeah so would you say that like by by like 2020 um so like a year a year later or even just near the end of 2019, like, it was it was easier. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it was fine. And it, yeah, because that's also when, or no, it was early 2020. It's like, February 2020 when I first had my, like... It was March. Or sorry, it was March, yeah. It was early March, <laughs> very early March. Yeah, first week yeah. of March. Yeah, right before COVID hit. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, even, even before then, like, end of 2019, I was comfortable with it. Yeah. And then once I, like, you know, I had my, like you know, date, like, intimate experience, my first one. Yeah. Then 
Yeah, even then it got it got a little bit easier too. Yeah. <clears throat> so up to that point, it was like it was all you dating, not like none of me. So I was like, well, yeah, I'm not I'm not living this lifestyle that we chose. So mm-hmm. I guess there's a little bit of self pressure there, almost. Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, and that kind of played into the the jealousy insecurity. More, thing. more so the insecurity thing. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, because the jealousy would be like me getting angry at like being like angry or like upset at you. Yeah, but it wasn't that at all. It was more just like I was upset at myself. Yeah, so it was more like an insecurity thing. Yeah. Okay, and so then, so then, yeah, like let's talk more about um, when, yeah, when you had your first experience. I mean, you kind of. In in the very first episode, was that the first episode? No, no, it was in the second episode. In episode two, you did you talked about kind of like what happened, um, and, and gave us more of like a play by play of of that night. But like, let let's talk about yeah, like how you were feeling once you did have that experience, and you were like, finally, like let's circle back to back to that, like what you were saying earlier in the conversation. Uh, well, I mean, it was completely unexpected. Yeah. The way the whole night played out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the following night was totally unexpected, too, because I was supposed to hang out with her. Yeah. And then I had, I ended up uh, having, like, the worst kidney stone flare-up yeah. of my life, and I was, like, an excruciating pain <laughs> all night. Yeah, if it you want to... probably the worst night of my life, If you want to hear the whole story of that, <laughs> yeah, go back and listen to, it's in the second episode um, go back and listen to that, and, and Mike will, he talks about the whole story there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of unfortunate how, like, yeah, just how it played out, because I wasn't, we weren't able to, like, see each other, like, romantically again. Yeah. And then after that, you know, she'd come to the conclusion, like, yeah, like, I want to get married, so, like, what's, what's the point of, like, me pursuing this relationship? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, fair enough. We, you know, we still hung out actually a few times after that, just as friends, just like, because we liked each other. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen each other in quite some time because of COVID, but. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> uh, but I guess, you know, a small part of me was just relieved. I was like, okay, like, you know, I finally was like able to, well, I, you know, I hadn't been trying to date for a while. Like I had just started maybe a few months before that, so. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there was a little bit of relief there. Yeah. Just like, okay, like, Lisa's had her dates and, like, and her experiences, and I, I finally had mine. Yeah. It's <laughs> not a competition. It's still, like... Yeah. It's still there. Like, you know. It's yeah. It's still there. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess I just felt... I felt... I just felt like I could, like, feel more and, like experience more mm-hmm. like I just I felt I definitely felt more love and like compassion mm-hmm. um for her and just like in general yeah so I felt like it just kind of opened up my heart a bit more mm-hmm. put it like that yeah um and yeah I mean it, it was also like it was a bit painful and like unfortunate and I was a bit sad that like we couldn't have more like romantic time together but yeah I, I understood why she made that decision and my stupid kidney stone <laughs> got in the way too yeah so yeah I mean it was just 
it was it was a really good experience and because she was you know so familiar with like polyamory herself having you know, I think she I think she said she dated somebody mm-hmm. um or at least like was roommates with people who were polyamorous like she she had familiarity with it yeah because she just had that understanding it was just it just made me for it feel a lot more comfortable around the whole situation yeah like I wasn't trying to like explain to her what like you know what you and I had decided we wanted to do like she got it yeah she didn't think like oh that's really weird you're married but you're trying to like like hang out with me and like go on a date with me like yeah it was just it made it so much easier like I didn't have to yeah she got it there she wasn't like there was no apprehension on her part being like oh like I don't know about this polyamory thing like what's that yeah like that wasn't a factor for her yeah I was more of just like, that's great. Like, I get why you're doing that, but like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. And I'm not quite aligning, so. Yeah. We're not. We're just not gonna like. Yeah. We just won't pursue each other romantically anymore. Yeah. Um. But earlier you had said it was like you you finally understood and you finally got it. Like like how how you yeah. could still love me and still like talk about that a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. So. I guess I was. I was a little bit nervous to tell you, but at the same time, I was also, like, excited because I was like, yeah, I had this experience and I, you know, I felt this connection and this this passion for somebody else, but, like, I still feel it just the same, if not stronger, for you. Yeah. Because it's not like, yeah, it's not like it got transferred from you to her. It was just, like, it just got bigger in me. Yeah. And now I could also share that with you. Yeah. Share that passion and that that love. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, so I, I was like, I was a little nervous because like it just happened so suddenly and unexpectedly, and I was, I just wasn't sure how you're gonna react. Yeah, on the back of my head, I, I knew you'd, you'd be okay with it. Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> I was very excited that, yeah. and I, I knew, I knew before you even told me. I just like knew. I could just tell. Really? Yeah. How? How did well, you tell though? Well, well, first remember I so I had been in Costa Rica. By myself, and um, it was sorry, I have, like hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was my last day there, and I had been telling my friends that like um, that you hadn't ever had an experience yet. I, you know, I was kind of explaining the whole thing to them, and then as I was saying the words, you haven't had a, an experience with somebody else yet. I don't know. I just got this feeling that was like. I don't think that's true anymore. It like I just I don't know. I just somehow I knew and I could just tell and I was like and then when when we came home you picked me up from the airport. We came home and I was telling you all about it and then afterwards you were like I have something to tell you and I was like I knew it. <laughs> Cuz I mean I was like what what else could he have to tell me? You know, like what could it be? Like I I just and I had had that feeling the day before, and so I just, like, I yeah. knew. I just knew. Dang. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you saw the future. You I saw did. The, I guess you saw the present. <laughs> you know you right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just I just got that feeling. Oh, hi. Hi, Fiona. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it was, it was just a really, I guess, enlightening and opening first experience. Yeah. Because I wish... It kind of had lasted longer, but mm-hmm. the circumstances, several circumstances just didn't make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. Um, the last guy I dated at, at 
near the end of 2020, um, yeah, I really liked him. And we dated for like a month and it was really good. And um, he, he ended things um, for personal reasons. And like that, yeah, that was really hard. And I was like so bummed. Yeah. Because yeah. I... I mean, I, I really liked him and, and the relationship was going really well. And I, I, I could see, I was like, oh man, this could really work. Um, yeah. And so it is, it's, and, and that's a weird feeling to go through too, to, to feel like, like heartbreak in a sense. And, but then also be like in love with somebody else, but be experiencing heartbreak at the same time. Like, that's really... Yeah, it's interesting, because I guess it's, like, there's heartbreak, and, like, you, there is also a little bit of feeling of, like, loneliness, but... Yeah. I feel like it's it's not it's not nearly as, like, intense yeah. as when you're single, though. Yeah. If you've gotten to that point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it, it it's a very strange thing that, and I'm sure we're going to experience many times, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's very weird to you know, have this person that you love right here in front of you, but also be feeling heartbroken at the same time about somebody else, you know? And and also to be able to talk about it, you know? To be able to say, like, gosh, I'm feeling like, like this really sucks and I'm f not feeling great about it. And to be able to talk about it to the person that you love is really yeah. weird, you know? Like, yeah. I've never experienced that before, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And not, I mean, yeah, it's not common or talked about at all. Yeah. And I mean, for both of us, like your experience was so short lived and mine was pretty short too, that like, you can't even call it heartbreak, right? Because neither of us was in love with this other person, Yeah, you know, and True. Yeah. it was still, it was still a breakup, you know? Um, but like, I get it, not full on heartbreak, you know? But yeah. but still, like, and if any if anyone has dated someone and felt like it was going well and then had it and and everyone knows that feeling, yeah, you know, and so yeah, heartbreak might be too yeah, too much. but like, like a mini heartbreak or yeah, I don't know, just yeah, strong, an intense disappointment, yeah, a really strong disappointment, yeah, but but you know yeah. what I'm saying, same thing, yeah, um, but yeah, it was really interesting, and so yeah, I feel like. Oh, God, it'll be really interesting to see what happens when, like, one of us actually does fall in love. Like, for real, fall in love. And see how that plays out. Yeah. And to then feel in love with two people. Because we've both experienced having feelings for another person while also being in love. And, and, and like you were saying, like, it, it was really heart-opening. Mm -hmm. You know? Like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I just described it maybe a little differently. Yeah. But that, yeah, that, that idea. Yeah. Still the same. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see, yeah, what happens when one of us like really falls in love with somebody else and, and how that plays out. And then, you know, if there's more like, breakups or heartbreaks along the way how that's gonna go too but yeah it's really interesting how so how the whole thing has evolved especially for you going from this is really hard you know and and needing a lot of rules and boundaries to to feel like you have some control over the situation to now feeling like oh it's whatever it's no big deal yeah it's, you know yeah that's just the progression yeah 
Yeah. And, but for me, it's, it, it's, it's going to be different. And it, I think it's, it's going to be hard. And I think it's going to be harder for me than I'm anticipating. I mean, I'm, I'm anticipating it being hard, but like, I have a feeling it's, it's just gonna be harder than I think it is when you actually start dating other people, like for real, Yeah. you know, <clears throat> cause I haven't experienced that yet. And so I'm going to have to go through what you've already been through. Um, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone has, has to experience it their own way. Yeah. You be told exactly how it's gonna play out, but yeah, you haven't felt it or experienced it yet. So yeah, exactly. That's the whole it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, exactly. I can imagine what it's gonna be like, and I I know I have an understanding of what it's gonna be like, but to actually feel it is gonna be yeah a whole other thing. Hopefully, it's not as hard as I think it's gonna be. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And there you have it. That is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, we had so much fun doing this. So thank you guys for tuning in. And also thank you guys for all of your feedback and engagement with me on social media. It has been so fun to have strangers, like people I have never met before, reach out to me and say, hey, I listened to your podcast and I think what you guys are doing is really awesome. Like I love getting those messages because it means that like what we're doing is is reaching people and, and it's working. And, and to hear from people and hear their stories and hear their own experiences with either polyamory or ethical non-monogamy and everything in between. It has just been so fun. And I, I love hearing from all of you. So please, please, please reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. Um, my handle on Instagram is at underscore Elisa, E-L-I-S-A dot Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L-E. And yeah, reach out to me. I, I really want to hear from you. Um, and also we have an email. So if you would like to email us, if you have any questions or maybe something you want to hear us talk about, let us know, like we are totally here for, for you and your suggestions. And we want to cater to whatever it is that you want to hear from us. You know, this should be like a, a collaborative thing. We want to be giving our community whatever it is that they're looking for. So yes, please, please, please reach out to us. And that email and my social links are also um, linked at the bottom of the show notes. So scroll down to the show notes on whatever platform you're listening to, and it'll all be right there linked. Lastly, don't forget that next week there will not be a recorded episode. It's going to be the live stream. So the link for that is at the bottom of this as well. And that's also on my social profiles too. So we really, really hope that you guys will join us. I think it's going to be so fun to do this live stream. So that live stream, it will be recorded and it will be published as an episode the following day. So if you can't attend the live stream, like 
you're still going to be able to listen to it just like you would any other episode. It's just going to come out a day later. So please tune in for that too. We're really excited. We hope to see you there. 